Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. Lynette, thank you so much for joining us today and contributing to the podcast. It's a pleasure, Karen. You came recently for a regression. Is that right? That's correct. Just last week. Okay. So it's great that it's nice and fresh in your mind. And we'd like to know now why you came for a regression in the first place. I I started watching the Netflix series Surviving Death and I found it Absolutely fascinating. So I'm like a dog with a bone with new shiny things uh, and things that I don't know a lot about. So uh, I watched Surviving Death and then listened to the Journey of Souls, the YouTube version. It was an audio book. And because I travel quite a lot, I love my audio books. That just piqued my interest even more. And then when I found out that there was actually a growing school of research in academia, metaphysics, because I'm an academic, I think, well, that's got academic rigor behind it. You know, like it, it can't be BS. It, it was honestly, Karen, it was just curiosity. Just curiosity. And that's mm. why you came. Great. Yeah. That's great. So, For our listeners, could you please summarise what you remember about the past life? Sure. Sadly, I wasn't Cleopatra or anybody fabulous, but... (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I'm sure I was fabulous in my own way. It was interesting. It was interesting. Having uh, said that, if, if I was to have that, again, trusting myself a little bit more, I probably would have picked up more stuff, so to speak. But I went into a room and I had the sense that it was Tudor era because I've been thinking about it and and analysing a lot of the visions that I saw. I have a feeling I was in Germany and I was in a sort of a Tudor house. The furniture was very ornate. The couch was like heavily embroidered and there was turned wood and and, and I was in a, a bedroom and I was a servant girl and I was about 15 and I was there because the Lord of the Manor, so to speak, had asked me to come into the bedroom to stoke the fire. And I recall you asking me, well, what do you do? And I said, oh, I stoke the fire. And you say, why did you do that? And I said, because he's my boss <laughs> and I have to stoke the fire. It's, it's not like I had a lot of choices, I, I suppose. Um, and he, he ends up raping me. And I think that was a common occurrence. Um, I didn't like it. And, and, and I, re- I remember lying there and my stomach just turned like really twisted. And it was like a visceral reaction, which I was really surprised about. Anyway, we move on and I, I have the sense that I killed him. And not that night, but two weeks later, I, I sort of got the feeling it was like two weeks later. And I also have the feeling I burnt the house down. So, you know, don't annoy me, Karen. <laughs> uh, and, and then I... Um, 
I started walking away and that was something that really um, sort of amazed me as well because if I've killed someone and burnt the house down, why why aren't I running? You know, like I'm obviously going to get caught and punished, but um, that just didn't happen. It, you know, I, I just walked away and walked back to where I belonged, which is obviously the family home, you know, being being 15. And then um, I we moved forward um, and I'm married with three children and I, I remember it was important that I knew that our family was all about honesty and integrity and we were good people. We were like people of the salt of the earth type people and uh, lived in a little village, blah, blah, blah. And that was really the only sort of message that I had to I had to get, um, which was important to me because I'm all about honesty and integrity. That's, you know, like it's who I am. And then we went to my death because there was no, nothing else to do. I'm not going to hang around, you know, just being honest and <laughs> with the integrity. So <laughs> we went to my death, which was um, what, what an amazing experience. Absolutely amazing because I'm lying on the bed and I'm, I'm old. I'm not 90, I'm 50. But that would be, you know, like if you if you Tudor era, that would be kind of correct, you know, like that would be the lifespan that, you know, like I'm getting on. But I didn't die of old age. I died of some sort of um, sickness. I was very ill. And I remember being pleased that I was dying because I was pretty bloody sick. <laughs> I didn't like that very much. But my children were grown up and uh, they had children of their own. But they, they were grown up and they were sitting around my bed. My husband was still there. And they were sitting around my bed and they were holding my hands and stroking my face and what have you. And it was so beautiful. And I could feel their pain and I just burst into tears. It was just so beautiful. It was just like, oh, like so much love. I'm getting all, <laughs> getting all funny about it again now. So I, I, I pass away. And then we went to um, the Life Between Lives, which was a, an, an absolutely amazing experience. And so I, I got, uh, it, it's sort of like sucked up in a vacuum cleaner, probably not that fast though. <laughs> and I had the experience of people meeting me, but they weren't people, they were like balls of light. And I was absolutely thrilled because my my husband in this life, my Kenny, um, he was there to meet me. And I remember, I remember screaming out, oh my God, it's my Kenny, it's my Kenny. And um, yeah, I'm getting all touchy again. Yeah, but uh, that was, it was so beautiful to see him there. It was just, yeah, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, so then um, we moved along. And it was, when I told my daughter about this, she said, oh, you know, so did you look the same? And I said, well, we didn't look anything. We were like balls of light, but I just knew it was him. And it was, yeah, it, it was uh, pretty um, special. So then we go down this, it was kind of just a stream. It was, and the light was like a, a really bright white, soft blue. It was, it was a weird sort of thing. So, so we sort of getting pushed down a stream type thing of, and it wasn't a stream of water. It was a stream of, of like energy or something like that. And then um, was, it was sort of like a, a conference with not only uh, my Kenny, but with three other guides and they're all balls of light. And I, and I was, was sitting around and it was kind of like a deconstructive, you know, so how did you think you did? You know, did you think your short order killed that guy? You know, that sort of thing. The thing was that they, they didn't say you shouldn't have killed that guy. They said, no, that was part of his journey. You know, like, the, and you just assisted, you just facilitated the, the thing that he had to go through. So, um, you're welcome, whoever you are. Um, I'll kill you next time. So, yeah, it, and, and then it was fabulous. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the whole experience. It was fascinating. Great. Sounds like it really did have an effect on you emotionally as well. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, um, it, it was the, I think that's one of the things that really um, surprised me because a lot of the time, you know, I, I was lying there going, I don't know whether this is, I'm, I'm bullshitting or not. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm telling the truth or not, but I remember you saying to me, you know, like, just go with it, just go with it, you know, like whatever whatever comes to mind, just go with it. And so that's what I did. I tried to, you know, park my, um, suspend my disbelief and, and just keep going. So, but it was the emotion that actually sold it for me. And I sort of thought I've, you know, you can make up pictures and you can make up stories, um, but it, you can't make up that, that level of emotion. That, that, that's what sealed the deal for me. I, just, I was just astounded. So it really touched you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and the fact that it really touched you means for you that felt real because I guess if you're watching a movie or something, you can have emotion too, but would you say it was of a different quality? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, when you, when you watch a movie, you know it's a movie. You know what I mean, and, and it's got nothing to do with you. You're just a the uh, you know a passive observer sort of thing. But I was a participator in this, and I think the emotion is always a little bit um, more real and and more raw than um, being a passive a passive observer. That's a good point, actually, because that was one of the questions I was going to ask you: how what it was like, what the regression was actually like for you in terms of whether you got visuals or heard information, how you received the information. So have you got anything more to add on that? Um, I do, I do. Um, I, I got visuals, uh, evidence of that, like is the embroidered bedspread and the embroidered couch and things like that. I remember you said to me, um, can you see your feet? And I looked down and I, I saw uh, some feet <laughs> in shoes and, you know, I saw what I was wearing and, uh, and like that. Uh, it, it, again, it's that whole um, imposter syndrome. So am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? I'm a bit of a perf- perfectionist. So whatever I do, I like to do it well. So, you know, I wouldn't want to fail at my past. I don't want my, my spirit guy going, well, she was sucked. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was no good. <laughs> she calls herself smart, but she can't follow direction. So, uh, yeah, so it was um, it was visual Plus, it was also a feeling because when the Lord of the Manor type thing and he, because you said, you asked, uh, is there anyone else in the room to you? And I, I didn't see him, but I felt him to my left. So I, I sort of got a, a sense of things plus and that, that was backed up occasionally by visuals. So it was just like, just go with it and we'll just see what happens. And did you get an impression sometimes? So that when yes. you sensed him being to the left, that was like an impression that there was somebody there. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's great. It's great to have more details about how people receive it because everybody does get it differently. And it was great that you got nice clear visuals. Mm. I don't know whether they were clear. I remember seeing an orb in the sky and I still have got no idea what the, what's going on with that, but there was a big orb in the sky and, um, and then it just disappeared. So I, I don't... I don't understand what that was. For, for the most of it, uh, you know, like my death, that was a really, really clear visual and the sense, you know, it was just that just went, you know, level 10 emotion type thing. Okay. So that was very strong. So some areas stronger than others. And, yes, I do remember the orb and I, we didn't really find out what that was about. No. And it didn't no. seem to matter. But I think that was after you had burnt the place down and you were walking along or...? 
<laughs> yes, yeah. So that was before I started my journey. So I was on, I was at the lake, and there was a, a forest at the other end of the lake. And when the orb disappeared, um, I could see a mountain in the background, and I knew that that's where I had to head. I had to head uh, towards that mountain, and then I felt a glow behind me. And I, I sort of felt heated up, but I don't know. It could be menopause. I don't know. Maybe that was the fire behind you. That you yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. It's either fire or menopause. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay. So you did feel the presence of your spirit guides there and they appeared in a ball of light rather than a, a human form. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Did the regression relate to your current life in any way? Like you saw your husband, which was meaningful to you. Mm. He was there to greet you. Your current husband we're talking about. Yes. That was meaningful. Did you find that it related to your current life in any way? I don't really know how to answer that. I think, I mean, I, I, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned to you before, I'm going to mention it now and you can cut it out if you like. But, you know, um, I... I killed this guy because he raped me and it was a common occurrence and I didn't like it. But And I've been raped in this life, and I, but I didn't kill anyone. So I think there's a, there's a tick on, on the good side of my little balance sheet that um, when I actually die in the, uh, with this life and, and go upstairs and, and, you know, like we, they, um, they say, how did you go? And I'll sort of say, well, I was pretty good because the same thing happened. I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> so okay. so yeah. that, what you're saying there is it, it, that's like a test. That was you feeling that maybe that was a bit of a test because you probably were pretty angry by what happened and still oh, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in both lifetimes, I mean, how very dare you? It, it's an interesting thing, but but not really. I, I think um, the family thing, oh, that was important to me um, and living um, an honest life with integrity and being good people. I mean, that, they are really, really important to me in this life as well. So, and I, you know, like I'm an academic in this life, but um, in that life, I was um, a domestic. I looked after my family and it was really important to me to do that. So it reinforced that view that you already have of looking after mm. family is important, getting the balance right. Yeah. And family is all there is really. Which is a good point that a lot of people say too. Okay. So you, you've given us a beautiful understanding of what you experienced and you've also given us information about the life between lives like where you went the light you felt and is there anything that surprised you that you would add or reinstate of the regression I, I think the surprising part I think I've mentioned before was the level of emotion that I was not expecting that I was not expecting to walk into like into your studio and cry <laughs> in front of you three times <laughs> it's not kind of what I do every day so that that really surprised me but as I said I mean with that surprise comes um uh to, to me that was more evidence that it was real yes yes so it did feel real for you and you said if you were going to do it again you would be a little different yeah look it's um I, I think I trust the process a little bit more because um, even though I, I was fairly much sold on the fact that um, this is a thing and it's a it's an it's an interesting thing and you know like it, it's a a branch of research in academia which um, was impressive, um, but I think I'd trust myself and I, I think I would um, I'd know that I could trust myself next time and so therefore I spent a lot of time trying to just figure out what was going on. 
So when I was in the bedroom, for instance, and, it, you know, like the bed was quite clear, the couch in front of it was quite clear. Um, he was to my side. I never actually saw him, but I got a feeling of what he looked like. And I would probably spend more time actually looking around and seeing what else I could see rather than going, is that a couch? You know what I mean? So it's kind of trusting in my, um, yeah, the trusting in my own processes, I guess. Okay. So I, think, I think I'd get more out of it next time. Because you'd be more trusting and more relaxed. Yeah, more, more trusting in my own um, abilities and processes. More trusting and more relaxed. Okay. So, Lynette, you've given us a lovely lot of information there. You've given us a comprehensive view of what it was like for you. And I hope you do decide to do another one again sometime and maybe do more exploring. It's interesting that you came for curiosity. That was your main reason for coming. Curiosity is a good reason to come, I think, to find out for yourself what it's like. Oh, absolutely. It's just as a valid a reason as um, any other, I suppose. I do have um, friends who have medical issues and I am fairly certain they are issues from past lives. Um, so I certainly had none of that, uh, I don't think. But the interesting thing was, Karen, when we um, th there was a childhood issue that came up um, and that was after the you know I, I sat around with the you know with the the council. You said ask ask them if they can ask you know if you don't mind if we ask them some questions. And they said yes. And the issue was a childhood issue of abandonment from my father. And I blamed myself for my father leaving. And I had I've got self trust issues because I couldn't keep my father. And so you know like therefore I'm not worthy type thing. And I think that I mean that was powerful because um, I, I'd never put that together with me before you know I thought I'd always dealt with my, my father leaving but obviously I hadn't so you thought you'd dealt with your father leaving but mm. there was something left over a new perspective or a new uh, epiph epiphany about it I guess you'd say yes yeah yeah because uh, um, you, you, you had said you know go back to when you were a child and I went back to when I was three and four now my father used to cut my hair because I got really really curly hair my father used to cut my hair to the point where people thought I was a little boy and I, I said oh, oh my god I've got short hair so my father must still be around and uh, it, there was it, it, like it, that was me. <laughs> it's like heavens above. So I, I thought it was a nice. Uh, I thought it was nice that that you made me cuddle the little girl and thank her for you know getting me to adulthood and and um, yeah, that was powerful as well. That's an important but, thing because that's our job as a child is to get to adulthood, mm. and it's great for us to acknowledge what our little inner inner child has done for us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as an adult, I think a lot of what we do when we look at um, our childhood is to, is to uh, judge using our adult brain, not our child brain. And I think, you know, to be able to regress down to being a child and, and trying to figure out how this world works and, you know, the impact people have on your life. But, you know, like because we're all grown up and we're supposed to be mature and, and intelligent and what have you, we um, we look at that. I'd always looked at that little girl through an adult lens and it's just it's not fair to her to do that. That's great that you got that as well. So I'm really thrilled that you got that as well from the regression, which you didn't expect to get. So No, no, and I thank you so much, Karen. It was very oh, powerful. That's okay. That's great. It's lovely to help. Thanks so much, Lynette, for coming along and sharing your experience with us. I think that will help a lot of people and will help them to know what it's like to have a regression. 
I hope so. I hope so, Karen, and to uh, all your listeners out there. It's an amazing experience, and um, Karen is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.